When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia, and today we have a new segment. We're calling this the LA Football Fans. We will be talking uh, with LAFC fans and LA Galaxy fans. We're just going to be talking soccer in general. Obviously, we know what happened this past weekend. We're going to go deep uh, in depth into that, get, you know, get both of these fans' thoughts. So here with us today, representing the LA Galaxy, we got Alex, a.k.a. Total Galaxy, on social media. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing good, Bergio. How are you doing? Pretty good. And we also got, you know, Garrett rep- rep- representing the Black and Gold, representing LAFC. Uh, we are LAFC Live on Twitter. Garrett, how you doing? Doing pretty well, man, except for, you know, last weekend, but it is what it is. Can't complain about the week, though. It's going all right. It is what it is, right? I hope I hope you guys enjoyed I, I had a happy Mother's Day. I hope you guys, you know, took care of your mothers this past weekend. Enjoyed uh, enjoyed your time with them. What did you guys end up doing uh, for this for this past weekend, obviously, after uh, on Sunday? Um, well, uh, just a chill oh, day, man. Oh, oh, go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, well, go ahead. I just took my mom out to eat for a little bit, you know. Went to the park for a bit just to walk around. So it was nice to just, you know, have a day to appreciate my mom, you know, because, you know, they do so much for us. So it's just really good to just have a day to, you know, chill and just appreciate what they've done um, for us. Garrett, what'd you end up doing? Cool, man. Uh, I ended up, um, got my mom a couple of great gifts, some, uh, got her some flowers, you know, the usual stuff. And then, you know, bought dinner uh, to celebrate, you know, just still trying to stay a little uh, safe. So, yeah, it was cool, man. Just appreciating her on her day and just chill day, chill day overall. Yeah. Shout out to G-Man, man. He is always on. We we, we got to hook you up with some stuff, G-Man. You're always on and dropping <laughs> drop the comments, man. Appreciate the support. So, obviously, guys, uh, we're here. So, like, I, like though this is not necessarily a banter show, show necessarily. That's why I had you guys on. But we're here just to talk, you know, like football and what happened this past weekend. Alex, going into, obviously, a traffical Delhi Derby, you know, whatever you guys want to call it. How did you feel about the LA Galaxy just going into this game? Um, I would say there was a decent amount of fans that are pretty uh, pessimistic. I would say I was more on the optimistic side. Um, just because I felt that Greg Vanny was going to go with the usual formation that we saw during the last first two matches. The game against Seattle, he switched up the lineups a bit. And that was a little bit strange for me. I didn't really think that was a good idea, and it obviously didn't work. Um, in this game, uh, Greg Vandy started off with um, his usual lineup and even had some players return, like Adam Saldana was back into the lineup as well. And Derek Williams, who had a big impact on this game, would start this game. And also, too, having Ethan Zubak start instead of coming off the bench was interesting. So I liked that move uh, when I saw the lineups come out. Yeah, how, what were your thoughts going, going into this game on Saturday? Uh, I was pretty optimistic, man. I'm not going to lie. I thought we were going to win 4-2. That was without Vela or with Vela. didn't matter. Um, so I was I was feeling optimistic. But after I saw the way the game was playing and then some questionable subs and the way we were set up, I mean, it started just – it just my, my optimism 
dwindledly uh, went down. And um, yeah, we saw what happened after that. Yeah, obviously this this game's this game's always uh, emotional. This game I feel like it always leads leads up to the hype, and this game de- certainly did, right? So when they when the game started, you know, I started seeing fans. Yeah, the only thing that I wish would have happened were 100 capacity. Obviously, I know we know what's going on with COVID and everything, but that, I feel like that was the only thing missing, right? So you could have you know more fans from the other side, um, because that's that's what really makes this rivalry. Um, but going into obviously the game, we saw like, you know, we saw like in the first couple of minutes that LAFC had an opportunity. I think Diego Rossi, like in the third minute, he had an opportunity and they started strong. What, what were your thoughts on that first opportunity the LAFC had to, to score there with Rossi? Garrett? Um, so for me, I, I honestly thought once we got that first opportunity, yes, we didn't convert. I was like, all right, let's, let's just keep rocking them, you know, which <clears throat> to be fair, we, we kind of did throughout the whole game. We had the chances, but we just couldn't convert. And I honestly thought that once like maybe by the 15 minute, we'd be up by one zero at least, but it wasn't meant to be that day. And if you don't convert, it doesn't matter. And also people posting all of these like possession stats and whatnot, I, it doesn't matter if you don't get the three points. And that's unfortunately what happened on Saturday. I, I, I hate to keep repeating myself, but that's pretty much the summary of the game. We're pelting them, but they knew how to get a win. And that's what happens. And you don't leave a guy like Chicharito wide open because he'll punish you. Yeah. Alex, what were, what were your thoughts initially going into the game? Because it looked like LAC had an opportunity there. And, you know, they could have, they almost could have capitalized it, which they didn't. But what were your thoughts? Um, yeah. Um, so, like I would say, most Galaxy fans, um, that defense, you know, you can't really trust it most of the time. So it was really, really hard. Um, just just seeing that we weren't really getting off to a good start at the beginning of the match. Um, obviously, like how Garrett said, right, you know, um, these possession stats and stuff, you know, were totally in favor of LAFC. But at the end of the day, the Galaxy came up with the three points. Um, I was just... Uh, Another note too, just that I was excited to see that our defense just looked a lot stronger. Sure, um, we weren't uh, as attacking as the other team, but we were able to sustain our lead for quite a bit, I would say, you know, and especially during the end of the first half um, when there were tons of attacking opportunities for LAFC when they just kept attacking, you know. It, it was a it was a good thing to see that our team was doing pretty well in those kinds of situations. Obviously, it wasn't going to be sustainable for 90 minutes, but I'm glad that that improvement and you can kind of see glimpses of the defense playing better um, was a positive for sure that I enjoyed watching going into the half. Yeah, quick, quickly in the chat, I actually got a podcast. Shout out to my dude, Alex, LAFC Kui. So he gives up uh, black and gold hearts. G-Man says, Alex, with the warm-up looking good, ready to roast some more light work, LSC fans. Tio, <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring back the bench and for battle round of uh, round two. Yeah, hey, we, we're, we're working on it. We're definitely working on it. Um, this could potentially be it, but this is more of talking. I think these guys are a little bit more chill, more 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 relaxed, I would say. Uh, yeah. Three-teamer says, good breakdown. Jose Gonzalez uh, gives the hearts. Obviously, so I'm going to play the goal. I'm going to play Chicharito's first goal. And then we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. Maria stooping low. Big tackle. Hold it in there. And Chicharito. Tackle Sequenza straight to Chicharito. 
time and space inside the box opens up and finds that far post it was close for offside there but that tackle is so so good from the new signing in his so obviously Derek Williams had the slide tackle finds Chicharito obviously the player if you LFC you don't want Chicharito to find the ball on his net on his feet and then he found the back of the net yeah, what were your thoughts on that play? I know it's been the most controversial play since the, since the game ended. Uh, was this offsides? Was this not offsides? Give us your thoughts. I don't know why you had to show that video, so thanks, you. I'm done. No, I was playing. <laughs> no, I was playing. I was playing. No, I was playing, bro. Uh, <laughs> um, so offsides or not, man, the, he had so much space. And I, like I said, if you give a player like Chicharito, yeah, I made fun of him saying the Call of Duty streamer and whatnot, but you give a player of his talent – his caliber, who's a poacher, he's going to put in the back of the net. So what Tristan Blackman was doing in La La Land or whatever he's looking at, we'll get into more Tristan Blackman, but that was – it is what it is. Um, and, you know, offside or not, it was, a, it was a good finish. And I know people were blaming Sissonaga, but what, what's he supposed to do? It's one-on-one. I mean, he did it. I mean, he did get a tip on it, but, I mean, what is he supposed to do? I mean, honestly. So, you know, fair play. Good goal for him. Yeah, Danny Ness wants his offsides clearly. Chat, let us know what you think. Uh, Total Galaxy, give us a thought. Was was this offside? <laughs> was this not offsides? How, how did you see it? Um, well, when watching the game, right, obviously the cameras aren't going to be placed like correctly in there. So it's really hard to tell. You know, it's not like England where they're going to put the lines and everything and it's going to be like <laughs> off by like the tip of the finger, you know. So it, I, I thought from the angle uh, from the replay we just saw right now, I thought, yeah, he he was onside. Um, but it's just so close. That margin was so close, really. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's the play. You know, me watching from the stadium, I, you know, I, I, I couldn't see necessarily. And obviously, we, I don't hear what the broadcast is saying. The game did stop for a little bit, and then they, they played. So I was like, okay, he was definitely offside because it just it just happened so fast, so fast, how it ricocheted. And I think that, like, literally changed uh, – obviously changed the momentum of the first half. Uh, Garrett, how did you see uh, LAFC respond after that after that goal? Uh, flat. <laughs> like, I just thought it was kind of deflating. And then we're lucky to go in the half. We're just down 1-0. I know we had some opportunities towards before halftime, which would have been great. It would have been a momentum booster if we would have scored one right before the half, but that didn't work out. But that it, it always sucks getting scored on first, especially when you're playing away and you already know this is a big derby game as it is. So I think that was just a momentum killer, um, you know, for right now. Sebastian's <laughs> coming with the heat. He's like, how do you feel Chivas USA 2.0 yeah. fan losing, not being the primary rival? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he comes yeah. with the heat. Uh, Bert says, can't give a player like Chicharito any room at all, even after the, the set, uh, I think he set, set piece situation. Blackman should have had his eyes on him. Um, yep. But, yeah, like – how did you feel, uh, Alex, after after that, that goal? Right, it's like a dream start, right, for Chicharito. He he gets you know he gets his sixth goal in there. Uh, how did you feel? Okay, Chicharito got the goal. We almost got scored on, but we we got the the one zero lead in, in the first half. Um, I would say it was uh, pretty uplifting. You know, uh, obviously, you know after the bad season Chicharito had last year, and then him getting to start, I thought it was a great start. And just a good morale boost for the team, you know, having the the star striker score in a, a big game like this, I thought it was really good. And also, too, I thought the the Derek Williams tackle, you know, that really set the tone defensively for the Galaxy. You know, I, I noticed that um, a lot of slide tackles were done during this game, a lot of them. And um, whether they were successful or not, it really set the tone of how aggressive the Galaxy were going to be defensively. So this goal was 
not only important for Chicharito, but also to set a defensive tone for the team. Yeah, I mean, Derek Williams had an incredible game. And then the chat, G-Man says, the players were off sides. Perhaps when Derek Williams made the slack ta- slide, it could have touched LAFC player as the ball was traveling across the field. Um, okay. Jose Gonzalez says that Williams tackle phenomenal. Clinical loved it. And Sebastian again with the heat. Uh, by the way, screw the S- S- San Jose quacks. They waddle instead of run. <laughs> He's not a fan of San Jose. <laughs> Um, uh, neither we'll, am I. Uh, yeah, we, we can agree though we don't like San Jose. At least I, that hey, I found I, I something forget. LAFC and LA Galaxy fans can agree on. They don't like San Jose. And, and I'll never, I'll never forgive Chris Wondolowski for what he did or what he didn't do actually in the World Cup. Never forgive him for that. Yeah, so that I don't want to Yeah, no. <laughs> I was really little when that it's happened. Terrible. I started crying, man. Oh, I was little when that happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can talk oh, about man. it. We can talk about it if, if you guys want to. Uh, I, I, want the, I want the 32 I want the 32-52 to make a typo if Wondolowski's miss when they come to LA. That's what I really want. I don't know who I need to talk to about that, but I think that would be perfect. So <laughs> we can, pretend, we can potentially make it happen. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. You know, we, we can potentially <laughs> try to see if we can make it happen. Um, and then Anthony says, big Galaxy fan here, when I watched the frame-by-frame replay the day after the game, I think Chicha was off. Wow. Galaxy fan, okay. Uh, stop crying, take the L, make sure not make excuses in August. Best bet to follow. <laughs> oh. Hey, I, I, I ain't making excuses. I, I it's coming I'm, with the heat. Saying as it is, bro. Saying it is, bro. Hate or love <laughs> SJ. Kate uh, Cowell, yeah, he, he's a real deal. He's really good. Um, um, we'll get more back into the chat, but like, obviously, let, let, let's talk about this. Obviously, the, the second half starts. Uh, Garrett, LAFC makes Bob Bradley and LAFC make, make these second half adjustments, right? Mahala comes in. Uh, for I believe he comes in for Sifuentes, and then um, who, yeah. did, who else did he take out? I forgot. I mean, far, uh, Farfan. Farfan, Farfan for Chiqui Palacios. Palacios. What, were, what yeah. were your thoughts on uh, Chiqui Palacios and Farfan? Uh, well, Palacios was getting burned a couple times. Actually, not a couple. He's getting burned a lot, to be honest with you. I haven't seen him, uh, you know, play poorly in a while. And t- that derby, he did play really uh, not up to standard. So Farfan held his own for the most part. Uh, that's why we got Farfan to come off the bench. I mean, I don't think he's going to start at any point. So games like this, he can come off. And he has like, MLS experience as well, uh, playing for Portland in the past. So, you know, I think he did all right. Opoku, I mean, he's still getting his feet settled. You know, I did pick him for to be play, young player of the season for, you know, LAFC. Uh, still has a lot to, to do, especially during a derby, uh, derby game. It's kind of tough to get the rhythm. Uh, but th- there's some other adjustments that I didn't agree with, but I don't want to take too much, Alex, if, you know, if you want to do your uh, thing. Alex, uh, we have a very respectful guests here. So give yeah. us, give us, give us, your th- <laughs> give us, give us your thoughts uh, on uh, how LAFC did. I mean, excuse me, how LA Galaxy did without Victor Vasquez, especially in that midfield. Um, yeah, you could tell Victor Vasquez was missing, especially um, towards that end of that first half. You know, the Galaxy were struggling to just gain possession of the ball and control the ball for that portion of the match. And that's something that I really liked about Vasquez, how he's just able to get himself in good positions and just to help out the team, you know, align itself in the, in a good structure and formation to help gain that kind of possession. Um, I, I'm pretty sure if Vasquez was playing, the Galaxy would have created a lot more chances than they did in this game because he's so crucial to just getting the ball forward for the Galaxy and just being able to create these chances. So it'll be interesting to see how he does in the next derby, which is in August. Yeah, right. That, that, that's the thing. Uh, that's the thing uh, everybody's waiting for. And then 
Albert Hinochez says, what do the LAFC fans think of when they play Galaxy at full strength with our new signings? Kevin Carpal will be a dialing attack fourth with Chicharito. I mean, that has to be exciting too, but LA, also we should also note that LAFC wasn't at full strength. We should, we should have mentioned that Carlos Vela, um, you know, should be there, you know, right? If everything works out, you know, by, by August. Uh, Gary, what were your thoughts on, uh, obviously, Carlos Velo not playing? And, and you think, you know, what it, right? If you play the what if game for, for right now, right? Like if Carlos Velo was there, uh, you know, you one can imagine this game might have looked different. Yeah, of course, it would have looked different if he was playing. Obviously, we had more of an attack minded team and we would have probably produced a lot more chances. Maybe would have won the game, but could have, would have, should have. Didn't happen. Um, but I wonder, you know, if there's a mentality of the team knowing that Carlos isn't going to play, does it just completely falter? And, you know, I'm questioning the mentality of this team and, you know, what's the mentality Bob's producing on this team as well when a star player or, you know, isn't playing. But definitely Vela makes a huge difference. But at the end of the day, there's going to be certain scenarios, you know, knock on wood, if we're in the playoffs and we're playing Galaxy again for some reason and Carlos isn't available, you got to play the game. Okay, so there's no, you know, turning back on that. So, you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, we took the L. Bella wasn't there. We move on. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Total Galaxy, what, what are your thoughts on, obviously, the game that, that Jonathan Dos Santos had? It looked like he, he was struggling in the first half, but obviously we know what happened. He he, he got the goal. What, what were your thoughts on his performance this game? Uh, I've been really critical of Jonathan Dos Santos so far throughout the season. He hasn't looked like a, a DP caliber kind of player out on the field. And, you know, at times, even in the midfield in the first half, yeah, like you said, he didn't look like he was uh, playing really well. He didn't look like he was getting in good positions, getting stripped of the ball. So I didn't like that. Obviously, the goal that he scored, the game-winning goal, redeemed him. Um, I'm still going to be critical on Jonathan Dos Santos. I need to see more consistency from him. But I'm glad that he was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, talk about a player that needed something like that. Uh, we got a question for you, uh, LFC Live. I, I think oh, you need to. Okay. I think I think you're 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 a big. Uh, you got big pockets because they say, how much does LAFC pay Alexi Lalas to make those outlandish comments after the game? <laughs> so that's crazy. So hold on, hold on. For those who didn't see it, I got the video. I got the video. Don't worry, I'm gonna play it. Greg Vanny right, now in charge of the only club to win five MLS Cup titles. But the Galaxy have dipped as of late at the same time that LAFC has burst onto the scene, not just here in LA, but across North America as well. So right now, who is winning, Lex, that battle for Los Angeles? All right, I preface this with a couple of things. Uh, number one, don't kill the messenger. <laughs> and number two, the great Janet Jackson said, what have you done for me lately? Okay, <laughs> number one, stars, the Galaxy, Chicharito, Zlatan, the Dos Santi, Ashley Cole, LAFC, Carlos Vela. Galaxy win this one. Success. Galaxy have missed the playoffs the last three of the four years. LAFC, playoffs all three years. CCL final, Supporters Shield, best regular season in MLS history. Stadium, all right, don't kill the messenger. The bank is steeper. It's louder. It's more intimate. And by the way, it is in LA. The brand. Look, I go around LA all the time. I see a lot of LAFC gear out there. It is cool, and it is still new. And then relevance. All right, listen. Los Angeles Galaxy, yes, they are a global super club. They are the Blue Bloods. But in Los Angeles right now, there is only one super club, and it is LAFC, the Nouveau Riche. One super club, and it is LAFC, quoted by former former LA Galaxy player Alexi Lalas, uh, GM, Toll Galaxy. Give us your thoughts on Alexi Lalas, what he had to say there. He's probably still salty. They fired him as a GM, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, I, I don't understand those comments. Obviously, coming from a former player, right? Um, uh, it just seems kind of dumb. I'd I'd love to debate this with him, you know, but it it just seems um, uh, what's the word? Kind of, I would say, uh, a, a little too reactionary, right? Obviously, he makes a point, right? LAFC have been a lot more successful over the past couple of years. I I can agree with that. But the Galaxy have been a staple of, of not only Los Angeles, but also of MLS since the league began. So I think those comments are pretty stupid. Yeah, and it look, I think we should clarify. It looks uh, to me, I didn't watch the pregame, right? I was at the game. It looks like this was filmed right before the game happened, but when it came out, because I, I, I could see on the scoreboard, it says like it looks like 10 minutes left to the, before the game starts. Yeah, yeah. So, um, right. So I, I clearly made this, made this statement, uh, these comments right before the game. Doesn't help it when obviously LAFC loses this, this, the game as well. Uh, LAFC live when you when you saw that and when you were watching that, what, what were your thoughts on Alexi Lalas? <laughs> I absolutely hate Alexi Lalas. Like I think he's so annoying. <laughs> I think he's arrogant. I think he's a well. I'm not. I, I won't say anything else. But I honestly can't stand the guy. And all of his takes are over the top. And I think he does, he has to do it on purpose. They're paying him to do this on purpose. They have to be because some of the some of the stuff he says is completely crazy. He was in favor for the Super League, go figure. So, um, you know, I can't stand him. Whatever, you know, the stuff that he was saying about the LAFC and all that stuff, the success, yeah, we've been more technically successful than Galaxy in the past since we came into expansion. But that's to, you know, you have to work for it, obviously. But as far as the trophies and all that, you know, obviously Galaxy has the more trophies and the more history and whatnot. So, and the brand thing, I honestly can give, so, I'm not. I'm trying not to cuss you. I'm really trying not to cuss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't cuss because I'll have to. Yeah, edit I know. I, I know. I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. So I, I'm. I, I could. I could care less about the brand. Honestly, I care about wins, trophies, and success in the long run. I don't care about who's wearing the cutest jerseys and uh, who's doing what. You know, all the stuff he was talking about is typical from someone like him. So I don't associate with Alexi Lawless, and I hope a lot of MLS fans don't like him, but he's paid to chat uh, crazy nonsense. Gee, man, you should not come ready, man. We come ready. Isaac uh, on, on the chat says, Alexi's been a Leva, um, which pretty much means LAF, an LAFC fan. That's why I know that's the term that they, they use to call LAFC fans. <laughs> um, Albert Morales says, if Jonathan doesn't produce this year, he will definitely have to be a TAM player this summer if we get a new DP midfielder. He's talking about Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, I respect, we have another one. I respect him for playing by my, my team, but he is high. <laughs> I think he's talking about Lexi Lawless. Uh, and then G-Man says, uh, but if Jonathan does, doesn't produce, why would you want him to be on TAM? Wouldn't that take up TAM money for someone? You would would be more productive. Okay, this is this is a good conversation. Total Galaxy, how do you feel about that? Right, if for whatever reason, Jonathan Dos Santos, which let's say he has a good season, but let's say let's let's play both. Let's say he doesn't have a, a good season. Would you want to Would you want to bring him down to Tam, or would you want to move on from Jonathan Dos Santos? I would personally move on from Jonathan Dos Santos just because okay. the team is um, moving in a new direction. Right, uh, just today, rumors that. Uh, the Galaxy are interested in another French midfielder, right? We're getting a lot of Frenchies on the team now. So I, I think just getting someone that's younger and someone that I can know will improve and keep producing at a high rate instead of somebody who's all, all on the older side and has been really struggling a lot in the past year. So I would really think the best move for the Galaxy would just move on and find a new DP. Okay. That, 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 that's an interesting point. How, LAC Live, how do you feel about, like, obviously – 
you're hearing all these things, all these, all these, you know, players that LA Galaxy are making. But as of right now, there there hasn't been as much, uh, in, I guess, rumors and stuff like that for LAFC. Do you do you, do you, would you like would you like a move for LAFC? Um, Gio, I'll be honest with you. Your I don't know if it's your Wi-Fi or my Wi-Fi was breaking up. Um, did you did you not you hear me? Now? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, can you hear me? No, I didn't. Can you repeat that? Real okay. Quick? Yeah, so I was I saying, like, obviously, LA Galaxy are making moves. That, you know, they're they're being uh, talked about with a lot of French players. As of right now, we haven't heard anything from the LAFC lot from LAFC. Would you like LAFC to make make mm-hmm. some moves this summer? Yes, 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 yes. Hundred percent. Uh. I, we would definitely need a striker that uh, a real number nine. I did post uh, a tweet with four players on there that, you know, if you put the money out and we get that DP situation resolved with Brian Rodriguez, I mean, you can go maybe offer some money to Olivier Giroud. Diego Costa is not playing right now. Sergio Aguero would be awesome, but that's obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. He's going to probably go to Barcelona or something like that. And then also I put Kevin Gamero from Valencia because he's also out of contract soon. Um, but realistically, my preference would be Giroud or Diego Costa. That would uh, that would be really great. And talking about Brian Rodriguez, he's, uh, Isaac says they need to ship off Brian Rodriguez. Well, he's already there, but <laughs> he's already there. Um, Albert, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens, right? Because uh, I mean, they're they're they're. That contract should be coming up soon. But if Jonathan if Jonathan wants to accept the ten money, he then he stays. If not, then we will move on with the same situation or the same with Alessandrini. He didn't play. He didn't make the. He didn't want to make the pay cut and left. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with that because you know it's very interesting when you when you look at both of those situations, right? With, with Jonathan dos Santos and also with LAFC, right? Um, a lot a lot of that has been made uh, of what what the LAFC, right? How do you feel of LAFC's attacking front three? Obviously, we know it was, it was a tough game against the Galaxy this weekend, but LAFC love. How do you, how do you feel about the attacking front three so far? Uh, for as of right now, um, I think it's all right. I mean, we got Diego Rossi, Carlos Vela when he's, um, you know, when he's healthy. And then Corey Baird, I like the way that, no, Andy, no, we don't. No. <laughs> Andy says LAFC Live wants Brian Rodriguez <laughs> back. We all know it. <laughs> no, bro, he, he can uh, pour the water in the bottles and whatnot. Um, but so, you know, you got the Carlos Vela and Diego Rossi on the wings, and then we have Corey Baird. That was a link-up man, which he did a pretty good job on the goal that Rossi scored. You know, that's what we're, you know, we brought him in to do is be the hold-up guy. So the front three is there, but we still need that number nine that just in case we have somebody out like a Rossi or Carlos Vela who's not available. We have that striker that we can rely on that's going to put the ball in the back of the net because that's plagued us for the past, well, since we started this whole club. You know, we had Urania, who was more of a hold-up man. We had Christian Ramirez. Dio, BWP, and they've all worked out here and there, but they don't actually do the job. And now we're with Corey Baird and Danny Mosowski and whoever else we're going to throw in there. So it's a, it's just a merry-go-round, to be honest, at the number nine role. Yeah. Total Galaxy, Sergio says, how dare you talk about Cappy like that? Look, <laughs> look, okay, th- this is a business. Sports are a business. Like they're talking <laughs> they're business talking like a true GM right there. I am, yeah. I mean, I, I've played a lot of uh, Madden 2K, you know, being the FIFA. GM. So I know. <laughs> FIFA. Yep. Maybe I'll start a Galaxy career mode series. Too. That's what I've been thinking about for it. my YouTube channel. But, um, yeah, I, I will I – will, 100% accept a humble pie if he can just play well and just, you know, prove that, yeah, he's worth it. 
I know he's our captain, right? And I, I totally respect uh, Jonathan Santos right now, but his play and the money he's getting just doesn't live up to that. You know, I have full respect for Jonathan Santos. You know, I'm not taking anything away from him. I just want to see better performances from him. So if he has better performances, like the game he had, right? Uh, so you you would you would be willing to yeah? Be I just want to see him uh, more comfortable in the midfield because at times I feel, um, especially because he gets the ball stolen from him a lot, uh, especially this year. I've noticed that. But if I can see a bit more composure in that, then yeah, trust me, I'll, I'll eat that humble pie for sure. Alex, Alex, I got a question. I got a question, yeah. real quick. Uh, would you? Would you? It, obviously, this is not going to happen. But would you swallow Jonathan Dos Santos with Mark Anthony K right now if you had the chance? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do okay, that. Okay, there you go. Okay. I wouldn't do that. Hey, we can <laughs> I, I, I don't want my, I don't, I don't want my midfielders getting megged like that. That's oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Mark Anthony K was, you know, what's sad is that Mark Anthony K was one of the better players for us on Saturday, which tells you how good that team, our team was doing was not very good. And then he got Croyd turned by Efren Alvarez. And when you're getting Croyd turned by Efren Alvarez, you're done out there. It's done. The game's Man, done. So. I'm, I'm glad you guys brought that up. The, 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 the <laughs> thing that was, was so funny about that, right? It was not just Mark Anthony just getting – I mean, by the way, Efrain Alvarez, smooth, like how he did really that. Smooth. smooth. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Fox or whoever <laughs> showed it was Bob Bradley's reaction, right? And it, it was just oh, like – pissed. And then he's yeah. like, oh, it throws his hands up. And now that that just had me – that just that just had me if laughing. If he had man. hair, he'd be pulling it. <laughs> oh, man. You, got, you guys are dumb. Hey, no doubt he'll start – No, no doubt – no doubt he'll start next game. He'll be the first guy on the team sheet, so it doesn't matter if he got made twenty times. So you know. Hey, look, if you guys story. want to make some negotiations, man, I'm 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 all for it. You know, I can try to see what I can do. Try <laughs> to talk about both teams. You know, see see if I we can make that happen. Uh, we have another question. They said, "I still think the LAFC's lack of preseason has hurt us early." If I'm correct, we only had two actual preseason games versus the Reds. It took. It looks like we're rusty and still trying to get informed. They actually had three. They, four, three or four. They had three. Well, they had three that I know of um, that I would count because they also played LA Galaxy. Yeah. A secret. I don't know why they want to do a secret scrimmage. I don't know what's so secret about a scrimmage. I don't. I don't know why they want to do that. But they had three. What are your thoughts? They they only had three that I knew of. Uh, do you think the preseason had to do had had anything to do with how LFC's playing so far? Mm, no. <laughs> no, and this is a short term. No, because I mean, then then it's our fault then for doing that because every other team was playing like four to six preseason matches, so that's our fault. So who do we blame? Ourselves, if that's the case. If that's the case, Toll Galaxy, how do you feel? Yeah, I know you guys had like six or seven preseason games. Obviously, it's a new head coach, new players. You definitely needed all that. But did you feel like having that many uh, preseason games definitely helped you guys out? Um, yeah, I would say so, especially since we have a number of new players on the team. Just even having the small scrimmages with other teams and being able to communicate better, I think, was really helpful for the team. Because if we would have gone straight into play with very little preseason, I doubt we would have gotten off to the start that we have so far. Yeah, we got some good comments in here. And it says laugh out loud talking about I think they're referring to the Meg. Oh, this is a good one. What happened with Kim Moon Wan? He was supposed to be a big signing for LAFC. LAFC is trying to fix the mistakes of selling their best defender, Zimmerman. LAFC also got rid of Vermeer as well. What are, what are your thoughts on, obviously, the signing of, of Kim Moon Wan? I think it's too early to to yeah. make any judgment about him because he only played 20 minutes. But what are your thoughts yeah. on him, you know, playing, obviously, and then also Ver- Kenneth Vermeer? 
in a Twitter spaces we had before the game, I, we were talking about, yeah, Kim Wong can come on if we're up like 3-1 maybe or 4-1 or something like that. But the fact that we're trying to get back into the game and you took out Segura to put Blackman at center, center back, which made no sense at all to me. Uh, and Kim Wong, you know, kudos to him for going on to the derby game and kind of holding his own. But um, it's kind of tough to judge him because we've been hyping him up. Like I said, Gio, I've come on your shows before you know, hyping you up, hyping you up, hyping him up. And, you know, we barely seen him. And then when we see him, it's like for what, 15, 20 minutes in a derby game. And um, he looked all right. Is he going to be the one starting going forward? We'll have to see. Is Tristan Blackman going to be center back with Mario? I really hope not. Um, <laughs> I'm just reading the comments that you're putting up, Joe. Sorry. And then. Um, <laughs> hey, man, they're in the uh, comments. Yeah. Are good. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're good. I like them. <laughs> But um, yeah, all in all, I want to see Kim Wan, but let's let's ease him in first and let's have him earn his position. Just because you're a big signing doesn't mean you're always going to start. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. But it's not always that way, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Total Galaxy, you got some praise. Alex already negotiates better than the Galaxy did under, under GPS. Impressive. <laughs> so it looks like look, that FIFA career mode team. <laughs> that FIFA, <laughs> FIFA <as> 21 well. <laughs> team. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, Sebastian said, uh, GBS did nothing for us. Clearly. I mean, it, yeah. it was tough. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Liu says, I wanted to like GBS, but Vanny is way better for this team. I mean, that, that's clear. Um, Katie, uh, Burris says, uh, Moon made some mistakes, but he had, it, he had fire that our team needed badly. Um, he had that fire. I think she said the fire. Yeah. I think it's yeah, hard. Like yeah. I think that's hard because I you know I don't know if I would have put in Moon, but it, it, it's tough, right? But you, he's gonna have to get his feet wet eventually, right? But it, yeah. uh, you know, you throw him into this game, it, it makes it interesting. Um, Nine oh one Chaston says Moon is going to be good. We just have to we just, we we should have just we should have pulled Blackman. What do you I would be more comfortable with that straight swap, straight swap. I would have been a little bit more comfortable instead of shifting Blackman to center back and putting Moon on the right. I don't know what he means by that. Maybe you could explain that to me. No, no. So what he's saying is instead of taking Eddie Segura, remember we took him out and then yeah. we shifted Blackman to center back for some weird reason. And then Juan went at right back, leave Segura in, take out Blackman, straight swap of Kim and Juan. So it's a oh, right okay, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Okay, good. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I still not, not even that. understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> we got Louis. Louis uh, he says, Alex, your thoughts on the Galaxy possibly signing a new CDM from France? Because uh, we I know like that it. we know that rumor we know yeah, that, like that came out today. Yeah, I think the midfield. Um, you know, Victor Vasquez is getting on the older side, and the future with John and Dos Santos is really uh, up in the air. So I think just having another midfielder right there, um, even if he doesn't play too much this season and just you know comes off the bench, I really think that he'll become a more prominent starter um, as the years progress. Uh, Scott Benito says GBS didn't get who he wanted. FO didn't work with them. I would. I don't know about that because mm, it, that's, that's I think debatable. That, that, yeah, I think that's debatable because I think the thing also GBS resources were South America and they weren't really. Yeah, in, he uh, literally MLS. had all the Argentinian connections. Literally, so which many is great, which Argentinian is, which is great, great yeah, talent. Is. But it is hard to get when you're dealing with visas and COVID. Obviously, didn't happen. Didn't didn't work uh, well and didn't happen with that. Um, how are you feeling, LSC Live? How are you feeling about Pablo Cisneros? Four games in, obviously he's the number one starter since Kenneth Amir left. Uh, I think he's done an all right job, and frankly, he is the only goalie we have. Thomas Romero, uh, you know, 
he's the backup, I guess, but it's 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 his net. It's his to control and ring up the ride and die with Pablo Cisnega, which is fine because, you know, we've seen a lot better glimpses this season compared to the last season and then being in the bubble in Orlando. Uh, and I think he's shown a little bit more confidence as well. He's reading the game a lot better. Um, you know, ask me again by August, uh, you know, what I thought of him this season because it's kind of too early to judge. But I like what I'm seeing so far. Can't complain. Yeah, he's looking good. Um, <clears throat> Albert says, Jonathan Bond has been a huge upgrade as a goalkeeper. It won't only get better. Uh, we just answered that. Well, what are your, Obviously, what are your thoughts? Impressive game, big game. I think some of the saves that he had literally kept LA, LA Galaxy in the game, you know, because a couple of those could have gone in. Thoughts on Jonathan Bond? Um, he's been really impressive so far. Probably one of the best signings in all of MLS. Um, it was funny because I was going around and um, I remember one of the LFC meme pages posted, I missed this guy in his picture of David Bingham. So it's great to, you know, see that, <laughs> that we have a, we have a really good goalkeeper now, you know, who can, he was very vocal with the defense and he's not, you know, pointing fingers like David Bingham would during games, you know? So that's something that I really liked about Bond aside from, you know, the, these great saves he's, pulling off um, just the fact that he's vocal with the defense and he, he knows what he wants and how he wants the defense in front of him to play. So that's something I've really liked so far with a Jonathan Bond. Yeah. I mean, he's been solid f- first four games. LSC live question to you. Do you see Carlos Vela leaving question mark? What's happening with him and Bob Bradley? Uh, well, it's actually crazy. You asked me that because on the Twitter spaces before uh, hosted by LAFC Hawaii, we talked actually about that, that, you know, is, is, you know, I hate to I hate to say this and do this all this kind of like you know conspiracy conspiracy stuff, but let's hear. Oh, Bella you got really some conspiracy. Has, let's hear them. No, we got we got well, we is, got is, FIFA GM over here. We got some conspiracy. <laughs> we need these, so come on, drop well, it, drop I mean, it. Is, is Vela is he really hurt? Is he is he really hurting? Is he is he doesn't want to play for some of these games? Because I know I know it comes back to that thing where he says that you know. This is just a job for him at the end of the day, and that is, you know, his favorite sports basketball. But like, I feel like sometimes, you know, is he milking it? You know, Gio, have you heard anything about his injury update? Hey man, this 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 show this show is about you guys. But but what I what I will say, hey, I'm asking, I'm asking because I want to know. I want to know what I will say. So I I as of right now, as of right now, have no no doubt that Vela wants to wants to wants to play, and that this is an injury. You know, that I I I can't fathom anything else right now you know what i'm saying if i get information i'm gonna share it with you guys you guys know that uh, i'm gonna share that i'm gonna share that information with you guys but as, as far as right now what i've reached out and everything like that obviously i, I think the case of a lot of people is like oh is he injury prone and this and that but i know a lot of other people are like you know what he asked does you know him and bob bradley not getting along i see it more as an injury but i you know i definitely want to hear what and that's what we talked about the, the other day but i see this more as an injury don't see anything else but you know we can get into the conspiracy theories and everything like that because i think that's 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 what makes this interesting right like what are, what are, what do you guys have to say how yeah. do you guys feel about I, it i i I honestly think that maybe there's something going on behind doors you know if he's going to keep milking this injury i don't know how serious it is with bob you know i don't know bob's always i know he's a people pleaser but maybe he doesn't always please the the biggest names of a football club uh, I mean, you already saw Brian Rodriguez. Yes, he's crap, but he, you know, didn't get along with Bob, obviously, in the in the uh, locker room and whatnot and on the bench. And then now Carlos Vela kind of having his way. But then again, you see at the Western Rossi wanting to stay a little longer to get those de- the big deals in Europe or wherever they go. So, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's something going on. Something in my gut tells me something's going on with Carlos Vela and Bob Bradley, but I hope it's not true. And I hope I just sound 
crazy saying any of this. Hey, hey, Garrett, I have a question for you real quick. Um, I was thinking about this What's as we were getting on. Um, you know, yeah. j- just answering this question, right? Uh, obviously, LAFC the last couple of years has been really good, right? And do you think yeah. that this team has peaked, especially with Atuesta and Rossi having interest from other teams where the this foundational structure that the team was first built upon will not really have much success and maybe might not even win an MLS Cup? Do you think that this team has peaked that one year that they won the Supporters' Shield? Oh, that's a good question. Because you, you have know, to think about it. It's a very good question. You know, very good question, Alex, because um, if you think about it, Atlanta United kind of had the same thing as well after they won MLS Cup. They, that was like their peak. That was their peak team. And now I know they did kind of a small rebuild, but they're still competing at some times. So LAFC getting supporters shield, yeah, job well done, but that's not the MLS Cup. This this year is supposed to be the peak where the team is supposedly has the biggest depth out of all the MLS teams, which the depth we're not technically seeing on the pitch. Yes, we have all these, you know, decent names, but at the end of the day, are they getting it looks good on paper? That's nice and you know, it looks great, but is it gonna produce on the field? And to answer your question, at Westa, Rossi, Bella, those are your big three of this club. And you already know at Westa and Rossi are going to be gone after the season. I'd be shocked if they stay longer than this. Um, so this, to answer your question, this is the peak. This is the peak season. I know it's very early in our, um, you know, if you want to call it history or expansion, whatever you want to call it. But this is the peak uh, team, peak season. And if we don't accomplish what we want, which is MLS Cup this season, then we're going to, you know, go up the mountaintop and then go slowly down just, Shortly, but slowly, but yeah, to answer your question, this is the peak season right here. This is it. After that, boomer bust for you guys. Yeah, boomer bust. That's how it's been, and that's for everyone's hot seat too. I mean, I don't want to keep going into detail, but uh, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big proponent of change. You know, I I support Arsenal Football Club. I I don't know if you follow them or you know, but uh, change is needed in a lot of areas at that football club. And if LAFC can't deliver MLS Cup, Bob, see ya, John, see ya. You know, time for a change if it doesn't get done. Straight, straight from the fans. There we go. I'm getting roasted, so we got to read this. Hey, Gio, are you in the heart of LA? You look like you're from Downey. I actually am, and I actually, I'm not. In the, I am in LA, so <laughs> you know, I do. I, I do live in LA. I'm not going to tell you my location, but I do live in LA. Um, and then Sebastian <laughs> says, "Dude, I'm from Downey. That's cool. Hey, Downey is cool. So I, I've been out there. I, I got some homies out there. Now on Chestnut's LAFC live speaking truth. Um, Sebastian with another question. Do you both? Do you guys? Both of you guys prefer develop players in LA or go get big signings? Uh, Total Galaxy, I'm gonna start with you. Um, yeah, I really want our team to just start moving to developing players, right? Um, we've had a couple of younger players, Efrain Alvarez, Cameron Dunbar, Jelenio, who hasn't played too much, but I liked how he was in the season. Uh, Johnny Perez, you know, I, I want to see those guys get a couple more minutes and really develop. I think those uh, four people that I mentioned are really talented football players, and I, I feel that you know they're a good foundation too for the team, obviously, and you know trying to figure out uh your whole tam and dp situation things if we can get those to develop and sign like you know um some big name dps i don't want our team to fully revolve around you know uh big name players but having that will totally be a help for the team and also just help uh our team have a have a focus on the younger players you know not forgetting about those academy players as well yeah lfc live great question if LFC doesn't find its groove, LFC Live, do you think Will Ferrell will become the coach like in the movie Kicking and Screaming? <laughs> I mean, he might, he might be, he might do a better job. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> oh my god, that is that um, is a, a great question. <laughs> but what are you? What are uh, serious? Uh, what, what are your thoughts about developing and uh, big signings? I I would like to do a mixture of both. 
But as if I had a pick right now and we, and our goal is MLS Cup, obviously you want to get the big signings in. You want to get the Diego Costas. Yeah, you can laugh at me if you want. You get the Olivier Giroux, the Fabregas's and whatnot. But uh, that's that's what I want right now. Personally, coming from me um, as a fan of LAFC and wanting to win MLS Cup, I want that big signings. I don't think we're there yet to rely on youngsters as much as I would like to. I know we have the Tony Leones, the Eric Duenases, and Christian Torres of the world. But am I going to rely on them to win me an MLS Cup? No. Maybe U.S. Open Cup and a deep run if it was going on, but MLS Cup, definitely not. I, we can't do that right now. So for me, big signings first. Once we get to MLS Cup, let's develop these younger players to go behind those big signings and go for some more trophies. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, no, no great points. I, I definitely feel like the league just in general, you need you need a mixture of both. And I think that's what we're seeing, you know, with Galaxy Greg Vanny signing Kevin Cabral, who we haven't seen, right? Well, he's 21 years old, correct me if I'm wrong, but youngster, youngest DP ever signing, right? And I felt that, like, for the Galaxy, they needed to do something like that, right? You know, and we, we I don't think we were going to see that with GBS, but Greg Vanny, you know, has his way of doing it, and we're seeing it. Obviously, we went from Argentinian players, to to French players and I, you know I, I made the joke uh, a few weeks ago or like last week because the Champions Leagues was going on and you know uh, what what is it Mbappe they they were knocked out of the the, the UCL and I was like so when are the when are the Mbappe rumors going to Mbappe to LA rumors going to start you know obviously joking but uh, but yeah I mean so many so many so many French players um, you know we go from Argentina to French players. The one thing so far, obviously, Grand Sir for the LA Galaxy, he's had a little bit of a slow start. But I wonder how much is it the language barrier? You, we know if you can play, you can play, right? But when you go to a different country, I'm assuming some of us have been to a different country, different language. I'm not talking about if you go to Mexico and you know how to speak Spanish. But when you go to a different country and you don't know a lick of their language, it makes it difficult. How, how do you feel like Grand Sir has done so far, Total Galaxy? Um, yeah, obviously, Samuel Grandier has you know not performed well, even during the the game uh, last week, you know, he he didn't really have an impact as much um, for the team. And I really think that I, I like that we're getting a lot more French speaking players too. you know, just to have, build a chemistry with Granzier, you know, Sega Koulibaly is also on his way too. So um, I really like that um, we can create like a, like a, a little France, if you say in the galaxy, you know, kind of how mm-hmm. there's like a little Tokyo and everything um, but yeah, it, it would just be great to just see him be more comfortable with the team because I feel like he's not really at the point where he's like, he would consider himself comfortable and he knows what he needs to do. Right. Obviously he still needs to communicate with Chicharito and everything, but, um, if he can just get the communication going, then I'm pretty sure Granzier can have an even bigger impact on the game, um, for the galaxy. Katie has a good question. I think she was talking about, I'll bring this to you, uh, LFC Live. Are there rumors of new of new DPs or big names negotiating with LFC maybe coming in the summertime? We might lose a Twesta or Rossi. Let me just say this. I don't think you're losing a Twesta because he just resigned with LFC. That to me is uh, that he's committed for this season. So they could. I mean, if, if an amazing offer comes in, but I don't think you're losing uh, Rossi. I mean, excuse me, Eduardo Twesta. What are your thoughts on LAC potentially not losing or, you know, selling, I think is a better word, selling Diego Rossi no. this summer? Uh, we would have to respect his wishes if he did put in a transfer request, which I'm assuming he's going to do. Uh, I know I think a couple of Italian clubs and championship level clubs from England are interested in him. Uh, but I think it'd be the smartest move to, you know, cash in on him when it's his highest peak, especially if for some reason, you know, we win MLS Cup. And, you know, he's banging in goals and assists and he's, his value is really high. Let's cash in on him, you know. He did a great job for LAFC in his time, but he should honor his wishes. 
Uh, it'd be sad to see him go, but you know, I think like many LAFC fans, I think wherever he goes, they'll have a soft spot, soft sport for the a soft spot for that club. Uh, depending which one he goes, if he goes to like um, you know a club that I don't like, I'm not gonna root for him. But you know what I mean. But it, it'd be interesting. I, it's always exciting to see where these kind of players go to after MLS. Yes, Sebastian says the only. I mean, the only thing I like that LAFC was a circle validated against uh, SJ Quacks <laughs> in 2019. Do y'all remember that? I mean, he had a lot of yeah, goals. I, I think he had four goals against them at their stadium, um, you know, which was amazing, you know, what we've seen from LA. I think the only thing about, like, right, talking about Carlos Vela is, like, we haven't seen it this season, right? We know what, what he can produce. Um, but how, how good did it feel to not face Carlos Vela, Total Galaxy, uh, th- this week? I really wanted to face Vela just so there would be no excuses out there. I really wanted to and just test ourselves with the best, right? Obviously, you don't want to compete with uh, somebody who's uh, who's weekend or a weaker opponent. You know, you want to show out against the best of the best. And, you know, Vela is one of the best of the best players in MLS. So I was really wanting to just see him compete, too. And I really wanted Julian Araujo to just be marking him the whole game because Julian Araujo had a great game on Saturday. He was uh, amazing defensively, got in good positions, um, obviously couldn't keep up with Rossi, and that's how he allowed that um, first goal by LFC. But overall, Julian Rajo's game was amazing, and I'm excited to see. I really hope he does the move on to Europe, though. That's most likely going to happen because I really like what he brings to the side uh, defensively. Yeah, no, that makes it interesting. Obviously, talking about the defense, uh, LAFC Live, we, we talked about this earlier, but Jesus Murillo, he, he, he committed that error. <laughs> Um, what are your thoughts on him? Obviously, are you giving him a second chance? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Of course, he's one of our. You know, the the whole thing with him is that him and Segura are supposed to be the rocks at the back. And yes, he made a mental mistake. Uh, I don't honestly know what the what the hell he was doing uh, in that corner, which led to the goal. But it's one game. But the one game he did it, unfortunately, was when we're you know we're tied one one, and he gives it up in the derby match, which is what you don't want to do. But, uh, you know, of course, I'm going to give him more opportunity. We signed him. Uh, I really like him, by the way. He's a really good center back. I think he brings that bruiser mentality at the back. So, yes, he made one mental mistake. But if he was making, you know, mistake, mistake, mistake after week after week, then we're going to have an issue. But, you know, we live in the moment and we got punished for it. And we're back to the drawing board. Yeah, I want to I want to bring in something else, too. Let's let's talk about these power rankings. MLS came out with these power rankings. So I'm just going to put it up here on the screen. Um, perfect. It came out perfect. So we obviously Seattle number one. No one's question that. Columbus crew, I think. I don't know what logo that is. They're messing up with that logo. They got LASC at number seven. Uh, the LA Galaxy at number nine. These are the MLS. Uh, we all know ESPNs are different. People in the chat, let me know your thoughts. But Total Galaxy, what are your thoughts on the MLS putting the LA Galaxy at number nine and LAFC at number seven? Um, personally, I think that these power rankings aren't even accurate. Most of all, um, I like how the number one team in the East is, um, not even number two I and mean, the Columbus are in third, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. NYCFC deserve to be up number two. Um, I think that these power, I've said this a bunch. I think that these power rankings are just to get people talking and to get a chitter out there, but I really think the Galaxy should be ahead of LAFC. I can understand if San Jose was ahead of the Galaxy, um, just because San Jose has been playing pretty good so far. But I believe, especially after last week and the first four games, the Galaxy are at the moment deserving to be above LAFC in these rankings. LAFC Live, what are your, what are your thoughts on these pan rankings? Uh, like Alex said, they just want to get us to chatter about it and talk about it and say who's right, who's wrong. But 
I don't agree with those power rankings. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, non-biased. You know I am, Gio. I'll say how it is. Galaxy should be above us in the power rankings. We should maybe be at 11th right now. Uh, that's just, yeah. Let me see it one more time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't agree with that. I think San Jose should be above us, and we should at least be 10th or 11th um, in the power rankings as of right now. Um, that's just based on our current play. Yes, we haven't had Vela on some of the games, but that shouldn't that shouldn't matter. We're we're, folk, we're, we're LAFC. We're not Vela FC. So oh, we said that, LAFC, not Vela FC. We lost. We lost Total Galaxy. What happened? I don't know. We'll we'll see if we, we, oh, we can no. bring him back. Uh oh. Did his laptop okay. die? We'll see what happens. I hope he, not. Got, he has the link to it. Um, but people, okay. people, people in the chat, drop drop the questions about about uh, the power rankings. And he says Portland in, in the top ten is hilarious. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it's we, just favoritism, you know. There we go. We lost you for a little bit. People, yeah, that was people a little scary. Wondering. People <laughs> are wondering where you go. Got to pay that Wi-Fi bill, Total Galaxy. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta fix that up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Here we go. This is a good question. Tony Tony Bonola says, can y'all comment on the huge loss LAFC's taking over B. Rodriguez, 12, $12 million. Ameria, Ameria isn't, playing no, isn't paying no more than 4 to $5 million, and that's if they want him. LAFC Live, you've been following this situation very closely. What are your thoughts? Uh, 12 games, zero goals for Brian Rodriguez at Almeria. Sounds pretty good. Um, so we're going to take a huge loss, and that's John's fault and Bob's fault. Um, and also, this wouldn't be the second time, no, the first time that a DP has not worked at LAFC. Andre Horta, um, Alex, you probably know him well. Yeah, I remember that goal. guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the Galaxy fans, <laughs> he, he, I mean, he gave him a gift. Let, let's he really did. Uh, I mean, probably half of your fans probably got his name on your jersey on the back, so that way you guys can thank him. But um, yeah, Horta, Rodriguez. So it's going to be a huge pay cut, uh, obviously pay loss for what we paid for him. And that's unacceptable. This is a DP. This is not just some, you know, casual MLS signing. This is the guy who you brought in to be, you know, a focal point in the offense. And then he cried on a Uruguayan radio that he didn't want to play in LA. He wanted to go to another team, which I think we should have took the offer from, was it, oh man, was it Sampdoria or some Italian team? I forgot which one it was that was offering money for him. I think some lower Italian team, but in the first division, we should have just took like a three to four million loss instead of like a huge chunk. Like I, I would be fine with that. But the fact that we're talking like big double figures here, this is, uh, you know, not, it's, it's unacceptable. And when he comes back, his value is going to be even worse because he's not going to play. He didn't even play in a CONCACAF Champions League. He was a sub that came on, I think, against Tigris with like three minutes left. So what was he supposed to, I mean, what's, what's he doing? And then Orlando, that was supposed to be his time to shine novella because of, you know, a safety for his, I think his wife was pregnant at the time. Um, so he didn't want to go. So yeah, Rodriguez is going to step up. All of his shots were going to avatar land over there in the bubble. So it just wasn't going to work. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, I mean, we're going to take a huge loss. It is what it is. Um, I, I don't want to see him again, honestly, in the black and gold. He can, he can. I mean, it, it is kind of tough the way he said he, he didn't want to leave and pretty much strong arm the team to force his way out of there, right? It's kind of hard. Yep. Uh, people, people, and he, uh, and it, it was Serena. I think it was Serena. 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 Thank you. Thank you. And then Andy says, can't be Galaxy GM, GM with bad connection. What are you doing, Total Galaxy? Come on. You got to get that Wi Fi. <laughs> got to get that Wi Fi security. Nick, 
so many people calling me at the same time. Sorry about that. He's getting getting blown up. That's the reason. We'll we'll, we'll apologize to you. Sebastian says, Portland Stadium is beautiful. I've yet to be there. I do want to go to a a couple away games. I think I plan on going to a couple away games. But we'll see because I've seen some of those stadiums, how packed they are. And I know how crazy they, they get, right? Because it's, it, that's the thing. I love that the MLS is growing, right? And you're starting to see new, new teams. Talking about a new team, we got Austin FC against the Galaxy. This, I think, believe it's Saturday. How, how do you see this game going for the Galaxy? Um, well, on a positive note, something that'll be helpful is uh, Alex Ring got a red card against SKC, so he won't be playing on Saturday. I'll be at the match. Um, I'll be. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I really, really want to see how this team does, especially after an emotional win, right? In other sports, you know, most teams that go out and go play after emotional wins usually don't perform as well. You know, um, you know, with big comebacks and stuff, you know, that's emotional. It takes obviously it's a good thing for the team, but we we'll have to see how they respond. I want to see how the Galaxy respond against Austin. Austin are going to be are going to be missing one of their better players on their team. And I I didn't watch the full game Austin versus SKC, but I feel the Galaxy are going to create plenty of chances against that defense. Uh, obviously, LAFC live. Uh, LAFC go against Seattle, the toughest team in the Western Conference. We know what they did, what they've done in the past, right? How do you see LAFC matching up uh, this weekend against Seattle? Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's over there in Seattle. Uh, we might not have Villa, but that's not an excuse. Apparently, we have the biggest depth in all of MLS. So let's see if we can use it. Um, it's gonna be a great matchup. Rui Diaz always, always, always gives us trouble, and Seattle seems to bully us. They don't just they don't just come in hard on tackles. They just bully us in the midfield and um, you know, with their forwards on our defense. So it's gonna it's kind of annoying playing them to be honest with you, because you can see it, but there's nothing you could do because you're a fan obviously <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's just kind of annoying because you see your team being bullied. So it, you know it's gonna be tough. And especially if if we lose this game and there is no Vela, I we're gonna see some questions asked, I think, of the squad as far as mental mentality. And we can't keep dropping points. Yes, it's early in the season, but for you know, momentum wise, you want to get a, a big away win in Seattle. That make a statement like, "Hey, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not done. You know, we're still, just, we're just getting started here. So give us some time." So, hoping for a win. I, I don't want to draw. I want to win this weekend. Yeah, obviously talking about power rankings. Albert says power rankings might as well put Minnesota as number one. The ESPN <laughs> anchor, ESPN rankings are more accurate. Agree. So not only does LAFC Live have have Alexis Lalas in his pocket. Luis, Luis Martinez says, I, I, I bet money, big money, that LSE Live does the, the rankings for MLS. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, he did man, earlier say no, that the I, Galaxy did, did deserve to be ahead. So, I mean, I don't think he made them. See? No, I, I, I'm always honest, man. I'm always going to be non-biased, and I'll say it how it is, bro. That's how I am. <laughs> yeah, same here. DSO says, Alex Rigg never got a red card before Sunday in his career. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting what 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 happens. Oh, I'm trying to exit out, right? What happens? Obviously, both teams because it's a, it's a, Austin FC. You know, they I believe they lost to SKC, um, but they but they they're they're a tough team. You know, they're they're gonna be a tough team, and obviously, you know, you want you want like you said, you want LA Galaxy to bounce back from that. And then, do you think uh, we'll see Kevin Cabral this weekend? I think he comes off the bench. Off the bench, yeah, does, yeah. So how do you how do you feel about him wearing the number nine? I know a lot of people were talking about who are they going to save the number ten for. Yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. You know, we we don't have a number ten on the team, 
Um, I like to see uh, just what Greg Vanny does um, when he puts him on. You know, are you going to play him at a striker role next to Chirito? Maybe are you going to play him as a winger? You know, the placement of where he's going to put Cabral is going to be essential to how the Galaxy are going to want to help out Chicharito and just continue to improve themselves in the attack so far. Because I think with the defensive signings they've made, you know, our defense is going to be a lot better than they were compared to last year. So I'm not too worried on that department. Yes, I'll give the defense some time because, you know, it's the LA Galaxy defense that haven't been that secure, you know, the last couple of years. But I, I am excited to see how, um, what Banning wants to do with Cabral. Yeah. Andy says they're saving the number 10 for Alex, the new GM. New GM yeah. When I get introduced, go. I'll hold it up, you know, <laughs> when I get introduced. <laughs> there, you, there you go. There's, there's a good, uh, there's a good question earlier. I, I wanted to bring it up um, by Sebastian. He says, what are you guys' favorite stadium? And you can't say your, your, your team stadium. Uh, LAFC, you go first. Well, I haven't been to that many. Uh, does he mean? Oh, see, I should. He should have put that. My bad. Um, does he mean just stadium in general? Or are we talking? Yeah, just in general. Stadium? Oh, okay. Oh, I can't see. Can't say the bank. Uh, dude, this is tough. I've been to Soldier Field in Chicago. I know it's pretty old and run down, but to me, that was historic. And you know, my favorite team, Chicago Bears. You guys can make fun of me in the comments if you want for that too. But um, yeah, it was uh, that. That was really I- iconic for me. And yeah, that's probably my second favorite stadium if i can't say the bank what what about you total galaxy uh i've been thinking about it probably yankee stadium no i'm playing with you guys uh probably <laughs> probably probably portland timbers stadium even though it was brought up earlier i i really love watching portland timbers games just because i like uh just their stadium and i've been following their team for Concacaf champions league this year I, they were my favorites um but you know they got knocked out uh this week ago but yeah it's a really nice stadium you know i i want to go there when they when they actually play against the Timbers. So they're probably no. my fa- favorite stadium aside from Dignity House Sports Park and MLS. Yeah. And Andy, Andy, says, Andy, it's Arsenal. It's, it's Arsenal. Buddy. It's Arsenal. Yeah, right. so, it's even, it's even, so even worse. Even worse. Even worse. Give me some shots. Yeah. Him, that not just beer, some tequila. He says, uh, Gary, you're willing to choose. Uh, he means our Arsenal and the Bears. Let me buy you a beer for your troubles. <laughs> and I will say the stadium – uh, I think he's talking about MLS, but uh, but I, I mean oh, I've been to, I, I think he's ta- I don't know if he's talking just stadiums in general, which I assume I, I would say I've been to Estadio Azteca in Mexico City, and then I also got wow. to go to the World Cup. Uh, you know, Lu- Luizic, uh, where the where the final was played in Moscow, somewhere in Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got <laughs> to see Mexico versus uh, Germany. I was at that game. Oh, that must have been buzzing. That oh thing. my god, it was insane, man. It, it was insane. That that was that, that stadium was amazing. Uh, so I would say that, but Estadio Azteca, if you, it was Estadio Azteca, it was Mexico versus USA. It was a CONCACAF, um, it was a CONCACAF. I mean, it was a World Cup qualifier, I should say. Right. So, I mean, that, that, that was, uh, I would say that for me. And he says, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't get, I don't want to talk about it, man, because I'm just going to start ranting and Gio's going to have to do a lot of editing if we start talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. We'll, we'll do we'll do a couple more questions. Um, if you could handpick one player from a different MLS squad to place, we'll place one player on LAFC Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Who would it be? Great question, Katie. You yeah, deserve some brandy brandy points. All right, um, hmm. I'll give this to Total Galaxy, the GM of the LA Galaxy. Um, give us your thoughts. If I could do that, a straight swap. Hmm, let me see who would I put. I'd probably definitely for sure straight swap up. Um, Victor Vasquez for Lucas Elarayan. Having a number 10 like that on our team would not only help create chances, but just really elevate the play of the other players around him, right? We saw what he could do with Columbus last year and what he did in the final against Seattle. And I really think just straight 
straight up trading them wouldn't be possible. Maybe if I was GM, maybe I'll find a way to figure it out. But an older cam for a younger one and one who's who's proven he can succeed in MLS, I, I would definitely take that. Celeron's a beast. You can't go wrong with that. I mean, Victor Vasquez is also good. You wouldn't throw like yeah. Adam Saldana yeah. or something like that. <laughs> but I, but I, 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 I like Saldana. I, I, I think saying. he'll develop well within the I, next couple of years. LAFC Live, what, what, who who would you swap? Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll bring it up. If you could handpick All one right. player from a different MLS Four. squad to replace one player on LAFC. Okay, I, I have two, but I can only say one. I can only say one. So um, I would pick uh, Matt Tawidi to replace Mark Anthony K. Straight swap. That's that would that would be my that would be my thing. I have one more, but since we only have one, we'll just go with the one. That's fine. That's not bad. All right. Uh, DSO says Messi staying at Barca unless he feels like leaving. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I would like to see Messi in the MLS, whether it's NYCFC or Miami, right? Having Messi in the league would be obviously it's a no brainer. Um, I got another conspiracy for that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> What's the conspiracy? I got, uh, well, if Juventus, I'm kind of hoping Juventus doesn't make Champions League. So that means Ronaldo would want to leave, correct? Because there's some reports today by Fabrizio saying he would want to leave. Messi, Barcelona lost today, and you know he's getting fed up. And Mbappe might be leaving PSG, so that leaves Neymar, who just extended his contract. Messi, Ronaldo, and Neymar team up at PSG to try and get that Champions League next year. That would be the ultimate, like crazy. I don't know that. That I mean, I know I framed it pretty well, but the money would be insane. But that would be something I would. That would be incredible to see that in our lifetime. Even too, there's the rumors team. that Juventus might also get relegated because they're still in the Super League. They yeah. might get relegated. Oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's even more possible. So Garrett's probably yeah. onto something. I hope so. That'd be that'd be amazing. Can you imagine that? Oh my god. Oh wow. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. That, that that I mean that would be crazy. It'd be PSG and watch PSG still doesn't win the Champions League. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they probably won't win League One this year, so. No, Never I hope Lil wins it. I hope Lil I wins hope so it. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. DSO. So if Messi comes to NYC, that will help us get a stadium. <laughs> I know you guys need to get a stadium, man. I know. What What are your thoughts? I don't. I don't know this. <laughs> Obviously, playing another team stadiums, it's never ideal. But like, why don't I? I, I know this may ruffle some feathers, but like the Red Bulls have a, have a stadium. You know, I think it's better than playing at Yankee Stadium. You know, I, I just I just think that's a better option. I know yeah. it's not your it's the opposing team stadium, but when you're playing. On a not official size soccer stadium, you know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't look good. Andres Gonzalez says, Does, "Doesn't Messi have a condo in Miami?" I don't know. Maybe I don't know. We got to do some. We got to we got to do some research, research on that. I mean, it, Miami is a, is a beautiful city. I wouldn't believe that. Uh, DSO. So now Ronaldo and Pirlo are staying at Juve. Um, Pirlo should six. be sacked too. Yeah, yeah. Paris. Paris. Uh, he said Paris would have to sell Eiffel Tower. <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's true. Oh, this is a good of the Eiffel Tower. This is a good one. Isaac in the chat says, "What about that Grizz, Grizz, Griezmann to LAFC rumor?" Uh, you know, that rumor comes and goes when it wants to, and it's a weird one because I look at Griezmann's age. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's either 31 or 32. I could be wrong on that, but if Bella can stay healthy, I know we've been talking about conspiracies and the you know health and whatnot, but. Would Vela make the jump back to, you know, Spain to just play with Griezmann, not a Barcelona, but maybe Real Sociedad if they just decide to retire there together? Or would Griezmann come over here for like two seasons? Well, he's talking about playing like in the MLS. Griezmann's talked about that he wants to play in the MLS. 
Yeah, so is Ronaldo and stuff like that, and you never see it coming. Well, agree. I, I feel like Griezmann's a little bit more of a poss- it's, I, I see that. I see the possibility. I see the path a lot more clear than Ronaldo because Ronaldo's like every like the stars have to align. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be difficult. If it happens, I'd be over the moon because that's a. I didn't. I don't really rate Griezmann to be honest with you. I think he's hit or miss, but MLS obviously he would tear it up. Probably I would assume. So we'll see what happens. Sebastian says Ronaldo's pissed if he loses champions. ESPN Deportes was talking about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, a player that caliber. You, you, you don't want him are... playing on Thursday nights. Oh, this is a good one. Which is better, bank to the dignity health? Total Galaxy? <laughs> um, well, obviously, you know, dignity health sports parks, you know, it's an older stadium. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, people say the bank's better because, you know, it's newer. What um, do you think, though? What do you, what do you think? Uh, I've been to both stadiums before. I like dignity health. I just think it's uh, – Nicer. I know a lot more people there too. And, you know, it's just a good environment to be around. So that's what I liked about it. Good vibes. Okay. LASC Live? Uh, the bank. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're just going to say our own stadium probably, but I just like the <laughs> bank. Uh, I know it's a small. I know I know it's a smaller stadium, but the atmosphere outside the stadium as well before the games, uh, the tailgating and whatnot, which is pretty chill and fun. And also the atmosphere inside the stadium, everyone's really cool with one another and whatnot. And uh, 3252. And then uh, the lounge, I forgot the name of the lounge, but I got to sit in the, Gio, you know what I'm talking about? The one where, I don't know what it's called. but Like in I the middle the lounge, section? I got to, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking so about. I yeah. got to, I, so I got to sit in there with my friend uh, before the whole pandemic started against Philadelphia. That was the last time I was at uh, an LAFC game. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool to be in there. Obviously, you got to pay a little bit extra for that, but... Yeah, it's once nice. in a lifetime thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool man. And so I like, I like the bank, man. I'm just more you just treat yourself so. there. No, I mean, yeah. I, I know exactly. <laughs> I mean, both stadiums are great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luis Martinez says, "Why can't they host El Tráfico at SoFi Stadium?" Yes, they they need to or do the that. Rose Bowl or the Rose Bowl, which which I will say, they need to do that. I I want it to be SoFi, but you have to do grass. You have to do 100 yes. percent real grass. That's the only way you do it at SoFi, in my opinion, because. Uh, because I don't, I don't want, I don't want LAFC and LA Galaxy playing on turf. Bring in, I, bring in real grass and play it at that stadium. Because look, they're they're playing three games, right? I'll bring this question to you guys. They're they're already playing three three games this year, right? One game can be neutral, right? LAFC has one home game, LA Galaxy has one game, and then one neutral site where you could. So far, I think you could have ninety thousand fans. Ninety thousand fans, not bad. What are you guys th- your your guys thoughts on that? Um, I, I just think that takes away for me, it just takes away not playing, you know, at your, you know, cause I want to go to the, you know, dignity health sports. I want to, I want to go play at galaxy stadium. I want to play at our stadium. When you put in a neutral stadium, I mean, I, I, it just loses the feel for me. I know it sounds weird. Um, but I would rather play at your guys' home stadium because I want to say, hey, we beat Galaxy at their stadium. Because mm, then there's going to okay. be the talk if, you know, the neutral, oh, yeah, it's because we're, you know, neutral ground and it was half and half and half of the people watching weren't even into the game and crap like that. So, and, you know, I'd rather just play home and away, keep it basic and neutral, uh, not neutral, keep it basic and, you know, old school, if you want to call it that. And also the Arsenal owner opened up SoFi and I can't stand that uh, guy. So I will not, uh, I won't be going to, I won't be, I won't be going there, bro. I won't be we can there. do the Rose Bowl then if you don't want to do SoFi. No, so no, 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 that's what fine. Are your thoughts? That's fine. What are your, what are your thoughts? Uh, Gary made a good point. I, I want to be LAFC at their own stadium, you know, just as much as they want to beat us at our own stadium, even though they haven't done that yet. Um, you know, I mean, it's true. It's straight facts. Not a shot. Straight facts. The GM with the straight facts. The very knowledgeable GM right here. 
um but yeah um i i feel like a neutral venue would be really weird not only for us the fans but also the players too you know uh just playing in a, at a different stadium that you're only playing for a one game you know it just doesn't make sense you want to you want to play in somewhere where you're familiar you know with your own crowd because home field advantage you know having that is, is really important for both fans and players look i look people in the chat and some people agree with this some people they're like eh, sebastian says no to be in their stadium i would like just to see one game one game to get 90,000 fans, which I know it's possible. You get 45,000 LA Galaxy fans, 45,000 LAFC fans. And then I just want to see one game and then we can go off of that, right? Just I feel like game. MLS could probably do that if it was, you know, unfortunately not going to happen, but if it was like, you know, MLS Cup or something, even though that that's not a possibility, but I'm sure they would want to do something like that. Maybe probably play it in the Rose Bowl, you know, being, a you know, an older stadium and having such a bigger capacity. If they could play like an MLS Cup final like that, I think that could be definitely be a possibility. Okay, MLS, MLS Cup final, but I don't, these teams wouldn't face each other in the final. Yeah. Face in the, well, Western Conference final. You could see that. And he says the seats are so far too far from the field to throw beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who's throwing beers, Andy. We know what you do when you go to these <laughs> games. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the playoffs. I don't know because if you're the, if you're the home team, you definitely want to play that game at, at your. Yeah, home you want that home field advantage. That's why. That's why I feel like in the regular season. You you want to do in the regular season because say LAFC have home field advantage or LA Galaxy have yeah. home field. You don't want to play. A, a, I don't think you you don't want to play a playoff game in a neutral location because that's what you know you, you worked all season for. I, I just want to see it one time, yeah, whether it's SoFi, whether it's Rose Bowl. And you said they're splitting up with forty five thousand fans, correct? Forty five thousand. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, I, I'm just saying. I was gonna say, I don't even think example. there's twenty thousand Galaxy fans, so I don't. That'd be kind of. Hard to do. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. Just had to get that one. Just like a little. <laughs> he <Yeah>. got a. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say the Coliseum. What about the Coliseum? The Coliseum. No, 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 no. Hey, Alex. Yeah, he knows what's up. Yeah, no. I've watched a couple of Real Madrid games there when they play Man City, and uh, yeah, it's a dump, bro. No. Preseason game, no. yeah, not the Coliseum. Preseason game, LAC versus uh, Galaxy. Okay, a yeah, preseason, preseason game. Could, could yeah. I could see a preseason. I could preseason. Pre- I could definitely see a preseason game, but uh, yeah, I guess yeah, I'm, I'm cool with the with the preseason game, or um, even LAFC versus a European club or Galaxy versus like a Manchester United at SoFi. That'd be, I think that'd be okay. You know, when's, yeah, no, when's I, okay I do. do I do want to. The only reason I'm sticking to this point is because I want to see MLS put. We know what we know what Atlanta can do and put up those big numbers, right? I definitely do believe a team in LA can put up those big numbers as well, but they they haven't played in those type of stadiums, right? Obviously, neither does LAFC or LA Galaxy play in football specific stadiums anymore. I know they used to, mm-hmm. um, but I just want to see it to see how 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 big how big it gets, right? How, how many tickets are sold? Whether whether it's a preseason game or regular season game, it has to happen. I'm glad I'm glad you dropped that in, G man. Um, uh, Fat Ninja, <laughs> what a name! <laughs> it says uh, Messi at Galaxy, Ronaldo LFC. Would it make the best rivalry in the most? Of course. What are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, hands down, it'd be the best right off the bat. You get those two on each separate team. Yes. El Trafico at Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. Now that's a come on now. <laughs> we'll know what NYCFC fans go through. Yeah, 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 they'll be used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they say uh, G-Man says bring back the ICC tournament, rig the seats for LFC and Galaxy to play each other, host it at SoFi Rose Bowl. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea too. That that's that's a good idea too. Isaac says when COVID is over, I would love for LFC and Galaxy to get another event started. 
uh, at the so- Association LA? I'm not familiar with that. Uh, I'm not familiar either. Yeah, uh, me, me too. Association. Maybe if you, maybe if you collaborate, Isaac, uh, yeah. elaborate a little bit more, and we'll answer that. But guys, I mean, we we've been going for over an hour. I mean, it's, it's been it's been some great content. Um, uh, which we'll do one, we'll do one final question. We'll do a couple questions. If you, people in the okay. chat, you guys, are, you guys are coming with the heat. Um, this is which players would you like? Uh, would you like to sign as fantasy signings from League IMX? Ooh, mm. Total Galaxy. Hmm. Give me a second to think. I haven't been with uh, following Liga MX as much lately. Um, uh, I guess I'd probably say probably maybe an other midfielder. I I don't know who though, just because I haven't followed Liga MX uh, really uh, lately. What about your legacy life? I mean, I, I would say Geniac. He would be great at center forward, but oh, I, I, I know, I know he's getting up there in age. And I did check his stats the other day. Um, he has like only three or four goals this season. Um, I think their playoffs happened too. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I should have been keeping him up more, but yeah, he'd be perfect. And they just signed. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm gonna butcher his name. Tauvian, Tauvian from Marseille. Uh, if you're familiar with him. Fantastic signing for Tigres, but yeah, I, I take Junior. Oh, yeah, is he, is he the French player that they just signed? Yeah, Flo- French winger. Florian, whatever. Florian, what they're doing? <laughs> uh, they said four more hours. G Man says, I know Andy's in the chat. Send him the, the Zoom link so he can chime in. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you guys are good, we could keep it going, uh, unless you guys got things to do. I'm okay. Right, we we'll keep, keep it going then. We'll keep it going. I, I want to respect you guys' time, but hey, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do an encore. Like how they say, let's do an encore. Let's, do um, yeah, let's, let's, let's go for it. Albert Morales says, "Would you love to see Galaxy Legends versus LFC Legends charity match in ten years?" Okay, uh, in ten mm. years, I could see this. I like that you That'd put the ten years. Yeah, yeah. Depending 10 years. what, I would say, depending what shape they are. Well, I, I was, I was going to say we don't have any LFC Legends yet, so we'd have to yeah. wait the ten years to do it before. <laughs> I wish you, you know. could kind of do that, like how you, you can in two K with like all time teams, <laughs> but you could yes. do that in FIFA. That way, you know, we, you can just play LA Galaxy all time team versus LAFC all time team, which is literally just their roster right now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I didn't, I didn't hear that last part. Wait, Rebecca. Well, yeah, well, if you were to consider an LAFC all time team, oh. wouldn't that be your guys' current roster right now? I mean, I don't know no, who would but... be at, stri- I don't know who would be the striker for you guys. Uh, Urania. No, I was kidding. Urania. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I would <laughs> say, yeah, I would no, say the 2019 right. team that, I mean, that's looking like more of the, Potentially all time team right now. Yeah, yeah probably. you could say the you could say the same thing with Manchester City too. If they did their legends yeah. match, it'd be Sergio Aguero, it'd be Yaya Torre, and Kevin like, De Bruyne. So yeah, exactly. It'd be all those guys, and it's crazy because they're still technically on the team. But yeah, I see what you mean, though. <laughs> Ooh, a mascot battle: LAFC Falcon versus Cosmo. Let's f and go, <laughs> G-Man. <laughs> uh, Somebody's gonna call Peter on that. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Katie says Vela is an LAFC legend. He hadn't he hasn't finished a job with us yet. I, that is correct. I agree. That, I agree. That is correct. Sebastian, man, he's on this. Geo again. SJ Quack suck. I'll say it in every stream. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Especially Wondolowski. Especially Wondolowski. Oh, this is a good one. Imagine Slatan coming back to play LA and play LAFC in a few years. Let's see what come bust. Slatan. 40 45 he probably still be playing man he's he's in his 40 right now yeah he's 40 40 something he he still produced at ac milan this year i was like like, wow yeah 
He signed another contract extension too, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna keep yes. him around for a bit longer too. Yeah, that's that, that, insane. So I, I've heard this. I'll, I'll post. Uh, I'll post this question. <laughs> Anthony loses slots on with the, with the cane. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more white hairs. Yeah, he would still. He would call himself the lion, and he would still probably be the most alpha male player on on the pitch. Um, the one thing I will say, covering Slaton, it, it was an exciting. It was always exciting, man, talking with him and just interviewing him. Like he, it was never a dull moment with him, and he knew how to use the media. He was open. He talked with us, and you know, it was just like he worked there well. That's the only thing I miss about him because I do feel like the MLS needs. Characters, characters like that yeah they, that's the only thing right like let's put it this way in the nba we know who the villains are we know who the superstars are we know who the heroes are and then MLS, you have a little bit of that but you don't have a polarizing figure like slaton which makes you know sound waves like worldwide right and, that, and right. that's what that's what slaton did and obviously you don't you can't create that necessarily that that that's just a natural you know talent natural person who he is i think if, if, if the mls had had a was able to get a couple more of those players um, I think you know you'd see the growth a lot more. Exactly. Um, There's only one Zlatan. Only one Zlatan. Yeah. We had a, we had another great question here. Where where was that? Uh, I'm trying to find it. I obviously don't want to. I was trying to find it. G man says, "Any Galaxy fans in the chat, come join our Discord." Yeah, definitely join the Discord. Yeah, join the G. Discord, guys. Or join the Discord. What is it called? Galaxy. Uh, Galaxy, Galaxy fan. fan. Yeah, Galaxy, Galaxy Family fan. Discord. If Diego Costa signed with Galaxy, no, he would be the. <laughs> he would be the yeah, true. Nah, you guys. If you if Diego Costa came, I, I really want Diego Costa. He's a baller. He's a beast. He's a bully. That's something we need. If you guys sign him, we should be signing like Mario Balotelli or something like that. Just let them go at it. That that would be. Uh, I, I still remember that uh, Balotelli. That one time he uh, tried to do the. I was there. Oh, I was there yeah, for that. Oh, you at the game? Yeah. And mm-hmm. when they took him out? Yeah, they took him yeah, out immediately. took him out. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That that's that's the thing about right when you play here. He thought he thought it was gonna be something amazing. He thought he was gonna do something good, but it, it just didn't work out. Yeah, just like that his career, worked. kind of. Yeah. No, but uh, but guys, I think I think uh, we'll hear this last question. Here we go. Galaxy putting Jonah on Tam this summer and saving the number ten for oh. work. <laughs> I believe that GBS was still the uh, still the manager. True. You know, he's got those Argentinian connections. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a uh, a French player. You know, for I, that number ten. Look, let me post this question to you guys because I've seen it. I've seen it on Twitter. Um, I don't. I want to give credit, but I don't know who who it is. So I'm just gonna. I don't know who who put this out there, but I saw this on Twitter. Gio Dos Santos, uh, obviously, he's on the market. Yeah. But what I've seen is like Gio Dos Santos doesn't go to the Galaxy, but he goes to LAFC. No, what are your you. thoughts on that? No. Nope. Do you want to take him? I don't want him. Thank washed. You. No, I'm good. Washed. Thank you. I'm okay. I, I, I saw that, Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of your fans didn't really rate him when he was at, your, you know, when he was at the Galaxy. Yeah, uh, a lot of Galaxy fans can tell you, man, he was really a big disappointment. You know, um, Obviously, when Chicharito's first season came in, there was a lot of comparisons between him and Gio Santos because, you know, they didn't mm-hmm. perform. You know, this year, well, Chicharito's performing so far. We'll see how that continues right. um, as the season progresses. But Gio Santos just wasn't good, man. He just, um, especially uh, late into his Galaxy career, he struggled to get on the field, too many injuries. You know, you don't want yeah. that from a DP a lot because, you know, they're players you kind of depend to win matches for. And just Gio Santos just didn't work out with the team in general and just sucked. Part of it was also yeah, out, no. out in the nightlife. Oh, yeah, that man. 
Yeah, no, thank you. I'm good. Uh, I mean, if he came with his uh, bag packed ready to play, I tell him, pack it up. You're not even going to touch it. <laughs> he nope. said, no. I'm good. Shut it down. Nope. Oh, you know, I don't know. I think, I think, um, Hercules Gomez has been promoting that on his Twitter for whatever reason. Uh, oh, God. Trying to get dude, a, I can't. Trying to get another one. MLS. That's another one. That's another one. Him, Alexi, even Taylor Tolman at times is kind of annoying. Um, who's what pennants do you like? Uh, a lot of ones you don't. Uh, do you have one that you do like? Uh, one that I do like? Uh, Craig Burley on ESPN FC kind of just says it how it is. Um, but I'll be honest with you, Alex, a lot of these guys just piss me off and they annoy me because they just chat absolute crap and they just try to get, you know, the clicks and whatnot and they try to get a reaction like they're getting out of me right now. But, um, you know, oh, it's working. And we, it's working. Yeah, yeah it's working. Gomez it's working. Is working. Keep it going. <laughs> Hercules Gomez, he overhypes so many players. And then Alejandro Moreno does the same thing. It's just so annoying. You know, it's just like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm going too overboard, but maybe maybe you guys feel the same. Alex, maybe you're the same way. I don't know. G-Man says, uh, Gio, he's talking about Gio Dos Santos can join Galaxy <laughs> too. <laughs> the newest member of Los Dos. Uh, G-Man says, Kobe Jones is a solid commentator. I like, yeah. He's chill. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He's really good. Luis Martin, uh, Martinez says, well, when LAFC wears a red shirt jersey, will it be Chivas USA jersey? <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be black and gold if that makes you, if that makes you happy. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is hilarious. Oh, he said, it's their job to get a reaction. Pundits will be pundit. True. Well, they're doing a good yeah. job, man, especially Alexi. That's the number one, number one guy. Yeah, a lot of number people one. really don't like Alexi. I've yeah. noticed that over the last couple of years. I mean, he play he plays it well. Don't don't get yeah, me wrong. He, tweets. he gets a yeah, lot of I, abuse, man. He gets called a lot of stuff, but <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man. <laughs> uh, Albert Morales says no team got so much hype and has a bigger letdown than Inter Miami. They they promised big signings. Oh yeah, empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you when you're talking about signings like Ronaldo and Messi and I uh, look look the the sign Higuain and Pizarro, those I mean they're solid players, but. When Beckham was talking about Ronaldo, it's that's another tier, right? You know, you you, you can't even compare, and you can't even put the signings that they have there. I, I think it will happen eventually, but n- not right now. I, I think you still got a couple years if if you're into Miami, you know, because yeah, just just wait too, you know, because I I really like Pizarro. He's one of my favorite uh, all time players from Liga MX. I really like how he played when he was with Chivas and Monterrey. Um, you know, obviously right now that team isn't clicking so well. You got the Iguain brothers too, Blaise Matuidi, you know, then you have a new coach and Phil Neville now. So I- I'm gonna give Inter Miami time, but they-, they have to produce. They've got quality players on their team. And right right now should be the time that they capitalize on it because Iguain isn't getting any younger. And I feel like Pizarro eventually is gonna get frustrated at not really doing anything in MLS. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a young town. What are your thoughts on Inter Miami? Um, they promised the Ronaldo's, Messi, Sergio Ramos, and they got Bizarro and Iguain and Matuidi, which are, like you guys said, are great players. And Bizarro, I thought uh, he was going to jump to Europe from uh, Monterrey. Well, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was the, that's what it was supposed to, that's what has happened. But he chose, uh, a lot of people are upset because he chose Inter Miami over, uh, I feel like he'd be perfect at a Portuguese team for some reason. Oh yeah, for a, sure. Our Dutch team, yeah, one of those two leagues. He'd be he'd be he'd be solid at a Porto or a Sporting or something. Congratulations, to Sporting, by the way, for winning. Oh yeah, for uh, winning. League. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, Matuidi obviously is on his last legs. He's thirty-four. Iguain is Iguain. He's going to score, but he doesn't he he doesn't keep himself in shape, unfortunately. And then you got his brother Federico. I think it's Federico, right? That's his first. Yeah, name. Federico. Um, 
it is what it is. They they promised. If I was their fans, I'd be a little upset um, that they they promised the big guns, like the really big players. But we get to see it. But David Beckham being David Beckham, he might have a plan up his sleeve. It might be a two year plan or a three year plan before we got start to see the the big guns from Europe. Yes, Pissarra, right there. That comment. Pissarra, right yeah, right there. Yeah. Says Pissarra, I, 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 yes. That makes sense. I will finish with this that. with this last question or statement. He says El Trafico is the greatest rivalry in all soccer right now. Last couple of El, I'm assuming he's re, uh, referring to it. Cali Classicals have been duds. Uh, uh, Total Galaxy, your thoughts? Um, yeah, obviously, with a lot of rivalries, you know, there has to be that history, right? You know, the, obviously, the first match between these two clubs, LA Galaxy and LAFC, got off to a amazing start, you know, something that people who were there and watched the game will definitely remember. Um, but at the same time, too, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say this as a Galaxy fan, right? Like, I'm gonna hold San Jose as, as just a, a bigger tier above uh, LAFC just because of the history, you know, you know, having Len Donovan be a San Jose player and then him coming over us and then. San Jose gave us trouble for a couple of years, you know, that, that history is there. And obviously, um, you know, the last couple of uh, Cali Clasicos haven't been amazing and over the top as El Traficos have been so far. Um, but I, I really think that at this moment, you know, because of, you know, uh, Fox, ESPN, you know, people who are in charge of promoting these games, El Trafico is always going to get that hype compared to a Cali Classico just because of, of Zlatan. You know, it's crazy to think about it. If it weren't for Zlatan, man, this game might not even get the same amount of hype it has today. Just that's, that's Zlatan, man. I would say Zlatan and Carlos Vela to add to that because of the, the battles. Of the, the thing about these games, the superstars have shown up, even Chicharito this past weekend, right? They, they yeah. shown up and they made an impact. And they've made it what it is today. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's it. We'll wrap it up. We went for an hour and a half. Didn't, didn't expect uh, to, to talk about for an hour and a half. But hey, man, the people are loving it. The, the, the comments are amazing. Um, you know, you guys have been great. Uh, LAFC Live, let the people know where they can follow you. Yeah, so uh, you can follow me. We are LAFC Live on Twitter. That's my main social media account. I'm always on there uh, interacting. I'm doing a lot more of those Twitter spaces now. Uh, it's a new feature on Twitter. It's pretty cool. Just give your opinions, talk about LAFC, what went right, what went wrong, rumors, transfers, whatever. Always down to talk LAFC football and European football for that gen- uh, in general. Um, that's where you can find me. Total Galaxy. Um, you can find us with the tag uh, underneath Total LA Galaxy. Um, also, too, I have, I have a YouTube channel, just what I do on the side, you know, Alex Rui Sports with the Z. I'm um, just trying to cover a lot more NFL because, you know, I, I grew up a, a big NFL fan. So I'm just trying to do that before the season starts and see how that goes. So, yeah, you guys can follow me on there, too. Yeah, guys. So this is this is a new segment. Nice. I'll, I'll no, do the same thanks, thing. man. Appreciate it. This is a new segment. I'm, yeah. I'm calling it LA football fans. I'm going to have an LAFC fan, LA Galaxy fan. We're going to just talk soccer, obviously talk about their teams. I'm probably going to do this on Wednesday because I think Monday, Monday I'm doing Galaxy Recap. Uh, Tuesday I'm doing uh, – well, typically Tuesday I'll do LAFC Recap. And then Wednesday I'll do, uh, you know, the fan segment and you have one LAFC, one a Galaxy fan. And then, you know, we'll bring back the banner show once El Trafico comes back in. G-Man says, uh, great show as always, Gio. Thank you, guys. And if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me at Gio Garcia LA on Twitter. If you guys listen to this podcast, make sure to give this a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your music. You can find us there. Um, follow us on social media. If you guys are on YouTube or Facebook, give us a subscribe, uh, like. It helps us grow the channel. So for Total Galaxy, LAFC Live, this is Jill. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.